right, man. Unfiltered Podcast, episode 63. 63. Chris, what's up, man? What's up, man? What you got going on? You know, just resting up. Just resting up? Resting up, taking some meds, and icing my way back. That's all. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of icing, I should be icing my shoulder a little bit, but I'm not. I'm just kind of like working through it. Yeah, no, bro. I don't know. Um, but anyways, so I, I was, we were talking about this earlier before, you know, the podcast we started, me and Chris, about, you know, me not playing football my senior year. Bro, me too, man. Um, yeah, so I was going to give the full unadulterated story on filter podcast hell yeah let's hear it bro like we need the legit okay we need closure i mean well th- there's there's a couple things i came into spring practice first five days i'm just sitting there handing the ball off i mean i'm i'm a, I'm a fucking weapon dude and i'm handing the ball off you got me handing the ball off i can't speak for that i can i really can that was about building uh a first timer up like that was him playing that was gonna be Stevie's first time ever in a game. You know, this is he's actually getting to play rather than being told no you can't because you great. Okay. So anyways, so we get, I think we, that was we, about we, it. Whatever. We get through the spring. The, my shoulder starts killing me. Like I have pain in my right shoulder. Mm-hmm. So I can't really throw the ball. And you know, Brandon tells me probably shouldn't be throwing the ball if you're in pain. Like, that's just – he's Brandon's like, that's my opinion. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, he was like, you probably shouldn't be playing. Dude, the um, last trainer would have been like, here, walk it off. Um, He was like, you probably shouldn't play or whatever if, you're pain, if your shoulder's in pain. He was like, but, I mean, you know, if you – he basically made it a judgment call because there was nothing structurally wrong with me, like bone or anything like that. Um, and nothing really ligament wise or anything. So it was more like muscles, I guess, sore or whatever, um, being overworked. Uh, so anyways, um, I ended up not really practicing in that little spring game they had, which is a spring scrimmage. It wasn't even a game. We just yeah, did it on the was, practice field. It was bullshit. Anyways. So yeah, I didn't play on that. And then this summer over the summer, I played baseball, like, Baseball was my first sport. It's my my first love, you know. That was my that was my sport, you know. And over the summer, there was a, a Legion team, Greenville Post Three, which Legion baseball is basically like, you know, upperclassmen in high school and underclassmen in uh, college. Like basically, eleventh, twelfth graders playing against freshmen, sophomore, freshmen in college. Some, um, like you could play your first year out of college or whatever. Um, but after nice. that, you couldn't play in the league anymore. So yeah. you had like some late high school and early college players playing against each other. Yeah. And I wanted to do that throughout the summer. So I told Coach Green, you know, I may have some games that conflict with a weightlifting or a, or, or a small practice here and there. I was like, but I can make everything I can. But I want to do both sports and make make my baseball stuff as well. You know. And then when the fall rolls around, when when fall camp rolls around, football camp, I'm fully 100% back committed. Like like nothing else pulls me away from football. Like in the fall, I will be a hundred percent committed. And he basically told me that I had to be there for everything that I couldn't miss anything that I wasn't going to give any, that wasn't going to be given any leniency or leeway and that I had to be at everything. And I was like, I'm getting recruited to college to play baseball. 
not football. Mm-hmm. Like, baseball was my sport. I feel you. So, anyways, it was, yeah. I feel that. Mm-hmm. I really do. Uh, I remember being at weightlifting. Me and Austin McLean was working in a group. He was helping me get my strength up. It was working. Mm-hmm. And uh, Coach Green come in finally wearing his big-ass ring and was like, all right, gentlemen, this this pretty much looking like what's going to be on the football team, ain't it? And uh, walks up to Austin McLean as he's about to squat 500, like, in the workout. This ain't his max. Yeah. He does it no problem. Coach Green walks up. He goes, oh, yeah, you're going to love my O-line. And Austin's like, I graduate in six weeks. And he was like, damn. <laughs> that shit was funny but yeah, so fuck, bro. Well, it got to the point to me where I was like, well, if he says in order to be his quarterback, I have to be at everything. And I ain't going to be at everything because I'm going to do baseball some in the summer. So I, mean, I can't I play mean, for him, so okay. I just can't play. What if, what if you would have made the team and then you still would have done this and it's like, okay, well, you're not starting, okay, third string or what have you, whatever, just because he's trying to discipline or punish you because of what, what happened. And then That'd it's like – Then it'd be like this, oh, QB1's injured. Oh, QB2 hurt. It happened. All right, QB3, you're, all it would have took is – you. it would have been like a Tom Brady effect. You step out there. <laughs> what? That's yeah. – that's What? No way. Mm-hmm. You would instantly become the talk of the team, bro. Mm-hmm. But well, you would have definitely been able to take it because Stevie buried Stevie in that offensive line buried the weight of the team. Everybody on the O-line damn near got a fucking All-American, not All-American award, but uh, All-Region nominee. Adrian got one. Doug got one. Braylon got one. That was about it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then Coach Bishop had uh pancake list. Who's leading in pancakes? And, uh, who, who won? Who led the most? Oh, it was I think Doug Newman was number one with almost five hundred. And then no Braylon. Braylon was number one with almost five hundred. Doug had like three hundred and something. Uh, who else? Adrian had a hundred and something. Destin. Swapped in the O line a lot, and he had a lot. He was he was in like fifth place. Uh, I think I ended up having like forty five or forty six. Malik had forty five or forty six. Uh, but really, the top ones was Braylon, Doug, yeah. Adrian, Destin, and Destin didn't really play O line that much. It was like hardly ever, but when he did, he was always on top of somebody. But yeah, but that O line was. And then our like like I said, the subbing out Malik, me, Maurice, we were solid, bro. We could do our part. Plus double teaming, boy, oh boy. There was a, I think my favorite play as a player was a counter. Oh yeah, they that was me. boy. That was Green's. That, yeah, I, I love that world. shit because they had me at right guard a lot. Yeah, and then they when we got the pull. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was fun. That shit was fun. Pulling is fun as a <laughs> – Shit was fun. Because you get to just – and light up I was, whoever I comes was 250 then, bro. Yeah. I was 250. Love the contact, you know. Yeah. My senior – bro, I'm telling you, my senior year, everybody's whole vibe changed. 
it went from being like you could tell when you walked in the locker room, you could tell if it was straight juniors. Some juniors had the right mindset too. But like Chase Fowler, that boy was phenomenal as a tight end. But what I really, really wish could have happened, we could have been there for another year, 2016 be our final year. And Braxton and be seniors with everybody who was seniors. You know, Stevie was a senior. Braylon was a senior. Or, no, Braylon was – yeah, Braylon was a senior. You had Melo Massey come play on the team. Zay Ballinger come play on the team. Trap come play on the team. Corey Lewis was a tight end. Uh, bro, that would have been a very talented team. That team right there would have been stacked. 2015 seniors combined with 2016s. Ooh, Braxton. Bro, it was man. Berea had poise, man. We had problems with Coach Green for real. We really did. But oh, by the way, while we're on air, J Cole just announced. Oh yeah, his album off season's coming on the fourteenth. Yep. He said, "Just know this was years in the making." Oh yeah, bro, I love that. This is going to be the most fire fucking album in the world. Uh, yeah. This right here I is going to break it. everything. Yeah. If people actually listen to it, it's going to actually – it's going to break. You got to actually listen to what this dude's going to talk about. Bro, DJ Khalid just dropped an album mm-hmm. called uh, Khalid Khalid. Yes. And it's nothing – bro, hold on. Let me name you some of the features that's on here. He ain't even on it. He ain't even seen any of them. He ain't – nah, he don't Motherfucker don't ever it. do in his own song. He, he don't, don't ever rap it. his own shit. He don't ever sing his own shit. He just motherfucker just – DJ Khaled. That's about it. We the best music. <laughs> Number one. Like, dude, Hush, we yes. got it. I know. Yes. Already. All right, so. It's a whole album, bro. All right, so Thankful featuring Lil Wayne and Jeremiah. All right, track two. Every chance I get featuring Lil Baby and Lil Dirt. Big Rapper featuring Cardi B. We Going Crazy featuring her and Migos. I Did It featuring Post Malone, Megan Thee Stallion, Lil Baby, and The Baby. Yeah. Let It Go featuring Justin Bieber and 21 Savage. uh, Body in Motion motion featuring Bryson Tiller, Lil Baby, and Roddy Rich. Pop Star featuring Drake. This Is My Year featuring A Boogie with a Hoodie, Big Sean, Rick Ross, and Puff Daddy. Mm. Sorry Not Sorry. Uh, Harmonies by the Hive featuring Nas, Jay Z, and James Fontleroy. Fontleroy, Just B featuring Justin Timberlake. I can have it all featuring Bryson Tiller, H E R, and Meat Mill. Grease featuring Drake and Where You Come From featuring Bougie Bang, Capleton, and Bounty Killer. Mm-hmm. Straight nothing, a whole album with nothing but features, bro. I'm telling you, what the fuck. That shit about this. J. Cole, this album's probably not going to have any features. Yeah, Jay he don't never do no damn features, really. I mean, every, on his older albums, he did, he did but now he don't. He don't really do it anymore. Ain't no point. Ain't no fucking point. You're making other people look good. I mean, J. Cole, I'd like to see J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar do a motherfucking album with a little bit of Eminem in here and there. Not a whole album, just a few songs. Yeah. Like just let them go. Like let them all let them all have like a day where they discuss topics together they're gonna rap on and just be like, all right, look, 
He's going to go, then I'm going to beat off him, then you're going to beat off me. <laughs> no homo. No homo. Bro. I know. I'm just, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, so, uh, kind of getting uh, to this. We haven't talked sports in a while. Yeah, we haven't. I was going to tell you that the Raiders just signed a cornerback Casey Hayward Jr. from the Ram or the Chargers. Okay. So I don't. A lot of people are happy with it. They see they say like they're saying great pickup. You know this is good for the Raiders. I mean I don't I don't really know. I haven't seen him play much. Yeah, but Chargers um, had a phenomenal season this past season. Well, all, not not phenomenal. just that, but their their defensive coordinator is now our defensive coordinator. But Raiders from last might year. do something, bro. Yeah, that's why he kind of. I think he went and got this guy because right, he feels pretty I'm good about him in this scheme. I think some teams you go. I think straight off the real teams you are teams that are going to be an absolute fucking problem. Go ahead. Number one, Tampa Bay. Yep. Right off the deal, we're talking. They're not going to lose a game until after they're ten and zero. Number two, I'm going to Jaguars. Yeah, Chiefs. I, I think. Oh well, hold on. I'm not giving. I think Jaguars are going to be up there in talks with Bucks. Uh, Chiefs definitely. Uh, Pittsburgh is going to be a phenomenal uh, watch Steelers. this year. The, Pan- the Panthers may be pretty good right off the rip too. Panthers. Um, and uh, that, I mean, they they may be actually like if you look at the Panthers and what they did in this draft, they really knocked it out of the park. Dude, I'd give them an A they plus got some, for real. They got, I'd give them like an A minus or an A, not an A plus. I feel, Dude. I feel like A plus. I feel like no one can draft an A plus or a perfect draft. I feel like no one can. Um, but I'd give them an A minus. You know, I think they're they draft. They, they they did a great job. Let's see if I can find this. Who Panthers got? I mean, for 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 what was out there available at the time and the picks they made and what they were able to do, it was it was pretty good. Um, the Raiders, I'm a little disappointed in. Um, you know, I feel like the Raiders are are cursed or something by Gruden. I don't know if he's involved in getting the picks or if Mayock is actually making the decisions himself. Yeah. Um. So I feel like, you know, with the Raiders, I feel like we're leaning more towards trying to just – in the draft, it seems like they're just looking for fiery, passionate guys who love to play football. Yeah. And in free agency, it seems like they're looking to fill the gaps in free agency. The Raiders are also looking at getting Melvin Ingram Woo-hoo-hoo. from the Chargers. Defensive line, defensive end, outside linebacker, edge rusher, whatever. He went to South Carolina. All right, they got Shaw Smith. Yeah, I mean, right. that that's a great pickup. Great receiver, and you got him at – honestly, that's a steal. I mean, getting him in the sixth round. Shai Smith is a third or fourth round receiver yeah, yeah. at 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 the worst to me. He could be a second round guy. I'm looking for them. Now he's not better than guys like Waddle and Devontae Smith or whatever, but yeah, he's credible. He's he's got value. He's going to be a very good slot receiver option for a, whatever team. The Panthers now, if he ends up anywhere else, whatever, he's going to be a viable option at receiver for whoever's throwing the ball to him, whether it be Darnold or anyone else in the future. It's it's a viable option. Panthers, man, Panthers are going to be They got J.C. Horn. Their first pick was J.C. Horn. 
number one corner in the country. J.C. Horn is? J.C. was the best corner in this draft, the best DB, the best corner, whatever, in this draft. He is shut down. You didn't got, hear much about him because you go. they didn't throw the ball to him. Deontay Brown from Alabama. Yep, good offensive lineman. Really no big. No sacks on his watch at Alabama. None. That's who it was. Yeah. I, about then that. they got a lineman from BYU, Brady Christensen, who's one of the best. I mean, he's really, really good. Davion Nixon. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, the Panthers got – a lot of great guys, a lot yeah, of great players. Not, be a um, now, I, I, I would also venture to, to, I'd venture to argue that the 49ers could be pretty decent, um, maybe. But I'm going to tell you what team is going to be great. New England's back. The Patriots are back. Mac Jones oh, yeah. is going to be the next Tom Brady. They got I'm saying it right now. They done said Mac Jones is going though. to be the next Tom Brady. There's it's it's rinse and repeat. They said uh, Newton was starting over him though. Halfway through the season, Mac Jones will be the starting quarterback. Think so? Yeah, Mac Jones is better than Cam Newton right now. Cam it's a better passer. Cam Cam, Cam could be better if he's healthy, but Cam 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 could get better if he's healthy, but he's never going to be healthy again. I don't think. I mean, I. I he's, just, he's I just really don't think gotta, he will. Matt Jones, there's a reason they took him. He's the future. They're already looking at that. Bill is going to go with the system quarterback, the pocket passer, who can make the big throws, and he's going to roll with that, and he's going to stick to his game plan. I want to see what damn Newton does this year. I think halfway through the season, Matt Jones is a starter. Dude, you got him as your profile pick. He's legit. He's no, I gotta, I gotta miss my profile pick because uh, Offset Knights was like, "Hey, Chris Bradbury resembles Matt Jones." Oh. <laughs> and, uh, everybody started laughing at it, so I was like, "Well, fuck y'all! I'm gonna just go make my profile picture him, and then y'all can." Ha ha! I'm even more. Yeah. Ha ha! React. What's so funny? When you post <laughs> like funny. something, remember we post something? No, it was, it was just laugh. Like, huh? It's like, what are you laughing at? Like I genuinely wanted him. <laughs> yeah, um, I was like, anyways, because you got the you got the circle. Yeah, somebody yeah, else you, unfollowed you, me on Instagram. Unfollowed you? Yeah, it was a thousand. Now it's nine hundred ninety-eight. Fuck them hoes. Probably some old pussy people. ass. Anyway, uh, shit. Um, man, I use social media as a tool more, more or less anything and yep. i don't really do like i mean you don't get my whole personal life story on there like some people's and this you know i'm i'm, I'm different from most of society and on social media and the way it comes because like something tragic happens in my life someone dies i don't post about it yeah I don't exactly say about but it. i don't, I don't feel like that's a place it. for that place i don't that's ever talk true. about it um and and i mean i get it you know do what you want to do but it's some people get very, very personal, and um, you know, I just—that's how you know I'm different. I just don't post stuff like that, really. Um, I try to just think, you know, positive about everything. Think about this, man. We have a very, very short life. 
when you th- think about how old the universe is, how old this world is, how old this planet is, we have a very, very short life on it. Bro, get this. So, in the Olympics, DK Metcalf is going to be one of the uh, representers. He's going to run in the 100-meter race. Hmm. He's got to break a 10.5-second 100-meter race to automatically qualify for the other trials. He's going to do it wide. DK Metcalf is fast. That motherfucker's big. He's strong. <coughs> and it makes you really wonder. He's he's, he's an animal. He's a freak of nature. Remember that shit? Who's that? DK Metcalf about to hawk him in. Oh, yeah. This <laughs> shit was insane. What if Raiders got him? We would, I don't think we'd go after Done. Yeah, we'd it'd be over with him, Ruggs, Edwards, uh, Waller, Renfro. Dude, we wouldn't be stopped. Jacobs in the backfield. Yeah. What are you going to do about that? That's weapons upon weapons. And if we got that, none of them social media sites, ESPN and all them, wouldn't, they wouldn't be putting up this shit talking about Raiders would be loaded because they don't like us. Like they do with the Browns and the Buccaneers and all these other teams that get all these weapons and they're like, oh my God, this offense is going to be so sick. They wouldn't do that for the Raiders if they went out and got like superstars like that. The league don't like the Raiders. They never have. They never have. So apparently Newsmax just endorsed Trump. JFK Jr. for 2024. No, they didn't. I swear to God. A Minnesota business owner who refused to take down a massive, massive Trump 2020 flag that violated his city's ordinance. Jay Johnson is facing increased fines and says not even jail time can stop him from flying this huge flag over his construction business. <laughs> Just this weekend, he doubled down, put up an even bigger flag. This one is 40 by 60. <laughs> It is 900 square feet bigger than his previous flag. So this thing's like 3,600 square feet. It is huge, the size of the footprint of a house. He's also flying it proudly in the small city of Buffalo, Minnesota, which I guess is technically a blue state. Makes it even funnier. Jay Johnson joins us now. Jay, great to have you back. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. So it's, it's, it's a bigger flag, slightly different than the last one. It has the names Trump. And JFK Jr. on it, is that right? And with the slogan, where we go one, we go all. Explain explain this flag. Well, well, Trump, to me, is the Lone Ranger. And the Lone Ranger needs a, a, a guy by his side. And that's JFK. And uh, so uh, I, I decided to, to put it up and and uh, leave the people um, uh, think about what's going on. Sure. I mean, where, where do you? How do you bring JFK into this? Explain that a little bit to me. Uh, well, JFK and Donald Trump were friends, and uh, um, and uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if you know this, but Donald Trump is president. Him out, and he's your new vice president. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> What the fuck? Cats going crazy. But yeah, it was on Twitter just now. They... 
<coughs> they allowed it to push. That's why Twitter's spinning as them endorsing it. It's turning hmm. on Twitter. What the fuck was that? Today. Five hours ago. Ego, what? Shit, crazy. Well, on one hand, it makes me wonder, like, like what the hell is wrong it. with this guy? But at the same time, it makes me wonder, like, what if this motherfucker is just calmly trying to tell the truth and he's just like, just like he's so nonchalant or oblivious to it yeah. that it's like might be right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, bro, it's just real. how he's just like, I don't know, man. It's, it's weird. Dude, they're not, they're not running. It's not. If anybody, if anybody, I feel like it would be, um, well, my, my coworker and cousin Travis mentioned this to me. And he was, you know, talking about how Trump in an interview on 60 Minutes with that blonde-headed woman was basically talking about, like, um, talking about how that, that she asked him, now that you're being an outsider, now that you've been involved in politics, what is something you've learned? And he was like, I thought, you know, real estate agents in New York are ruthless. This is a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. These people are, are are sick, are mad, and they'll, they'll they'll lie, they'll stab you in the back, they'll connive you. Um, he was like, you know, and, and then then he said this. He said, you know, the ones you feel like you can really trust, you know, you really can't. Who do you think he's talking about? He said, the ones you th- really think you can trust, you really can't. Mm-hmm. I think he was talking about Pence. Yeah. Vice president? Yeah. I'd have to agree with that wholeheartedly. Like he said, it's so freaking bad, the corruption and stuff like that. He was like, it's 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 ruthless in okay. politics. How about this? Uh, Rudy Giuliani, his New York home or New York apartment was raided by the FBI. They come in and seize a bunch of electronic devices. He said he also had hard drives from Hunter Biden's laptop. Why didn't you take them? They were mm-hmm. part of the uh, PDFs. Mm-hmm. You left those behind because I told you they were Hunter Biden's. He was like, but you don't know whose you grabbed. Mm-hmm. You decided to leave one because I said it was somebody's. How do you know you didn't grab his? Mm-hmm. And he said, I can't wait for you to push this evidence forward and you see what you grabbed. This is a good way to air this to the public. Just intimidated that somebody was gonna make our FBI system look like a fraud. They went in to do one thing and couldn't do the right job, and fucked mm. up the. Like they even covered this story because they admitted that it would hurt the presidency. Mm. Yeah, I mean they needed something. They they couldn't have anything interrupting this election. They needed so badly. And I think you're gonna have like. I mean, do you, okay. Here's the thing. I heard Trump. If, the, if these, if the, if, if all this Arizona audit stuff is just BS, why did the Maricopa judge not say no? This is dumb. Go away. Exactly, because the people of Arizona have come together, and if this is what the people want, what do you have to do to get what you want? You got to make your voices heard peacefully. That's what they've done, and it wouldn't have to be no audit if the Supreme Court wouldn't take the case and view it. They're not just saying, they're not saying, no, we're not looking at it. It's, 
we don't want to get involved until you have irrefutable evidence. Okay, let's go get an audit and go back. Now we got an audit that shows the votes with the tally that we come up with with people who did the, the footwork taxpayers on the ground in Arizona come together in Maricopa County. That's why you got the yellow shirts who are in there, the green shirts, the purple shirts, the red shirts, the black shirts. Everybody had a shirt uh, shirt because they were part of part of the process. And oh, also, do you notice? Did you get a letter from the White House? Yes. Why was there no White House seal? That's what I was saying. This is the shittiest copy and paste. No, no, no. Anything sent from the White House needs to have the presidential seal. Anything sent from the president. Why was there no presidential seal? Why did it say White House, Washington? That's all it said. What the fuck? Think about this. I was thinking about this What's going on right now? We're living in a simulation and Google Maps proves that. Go ahead. Google Maps literally knows exactly where the fuck you are always. How? Phones? How the fuck you get a car in between the woods to view it in the satellite imaging? That shit is stupid. That shit is stupid, crystal clear. You can see, man, you can see hobos walking on the side of the road. They got their face blurred out. Get the fuck out of here. It is like one continuous picture everywhere you go. I know they got them cars that drive around and take photos and shit, but some places I'm like, how you get a picture of that? There's like not a spot that ain't been covered. And that's creepy. That's weird. We're going to continue this on the next segment. I'm ready. I'm ready. We're back. We're back. Chris, get after it. I think that proves uh, a little bit about how much of a simulation we've come to live in. Uh, we well, went from, I mean, dude, we went from, think about it. And man. then everything's and so virtual. Think of, listen, think about how quick this is. Like over here in Easley, South Carolina, behind the Walmart, there's uh, what used to be woods back there in the back room. All right. They have cut all that down, and there's a road coming all the way out, connecting uh traffic from eight. Yeah, connecting the the traffic from easily to Pickens, straight shot. Damn, it's the it's the reduced traffic. Yeah, and it's already on the GPS system. How the fuck? There ain't no street sign up yet. You can't go down it, but the street's already on the GPS system with a name. I can't remember the name, but it's there. And I'm like, man, this is. I was like, man, how the fuck? That road ain't even done, and it's already talking about it. It's already showing that it's done. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck is happening? That's what I'm That's what I'm wondering, dude. It just, it just and then wonder. my buddy Dave Hamby, he you said, also, um, I mean, he hit me with this. He goes, um, he said, if our phones are really powered through satellites, and that's how we receive and send signals, bouncing off one another or whatever he goes why the fuck is it i lose signal mm-hmm. if i'm underneath the satellite all the time yeah what the fuck is happening exactly he goes so yeah he made um, that statement I was well, like, that was a very uh, good point uh, this is why okay this is I why i feel like also, we're in a simulation is because of the fact that we can, humans can, with practice, lucid dream. Oh, yeah, bro. And then if, uh, that's if what you I cut do. out certain things. That's like, what I do a lot. If you cut out THC, caffeine, and stuff, you'll have a lot more vivid dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now, I'm a little 
on and off some nights some nights i don't some nights i do but yeah you're right if you cut that stuff out yeah seriously you can paint a picture in your mind it's it's freaking crazy man like there's just multiple things you can do like i mean you know reality checks you know just checking to see that you have you know five fingers on your hands, putting your finger through your palm to make oh, sure yeah, it doesn't like, go through. Uh, you can do techniques like wake, wake back to bed where basically you set an alarm four to six hours after you fall asleep, basically six hours, I guess. Um, and you kind of like, it, when it, when the alarm goes off, the key is not to w- open your eyes. You want to keep your eyes closed, but you want to reach over and kind of hit the alarm and cut it off. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of just fall back to bed. On the iPhone, it gives you an option to stop it or snooze just make sure like you hit this you know the stop you normally know where it's located so you can kind of yeah hit it. um stop the alarm totally keep your eyes closed f- try to fall back to sleep bring your arm right now you know fall back to sleep okay don't move because what's going to happen is your brain is going to send a very strong signal to your to make your body move just to see if it's still awake or if it needs to like go you might to develop an itch or something yep You have to fight that urge. So once you fight that urge, you know, for so long, what will happen is with your eyes closed is you'll start to see like these shapes and colors start to form. Mm -hmm. And once you see them form, it'll basically turn into a setting like right in front of you. And you with practice can control the world around you. So you're basically in creative mode. That's like time traveling to be honest. Um, And it's, it's, it's a little, it's, it's wonderful because, you can experience so much. I mean, you, you know, you can literally do whatever you want to do once you learn how to do it. Hell yeah, man. And there, there's multiple techniques for it. Some of the techniques, like one of them is known for a lot of, it causes sleep paralysis some. Now, what's going to happen is when you do the wake back to bed thing and mm-hmm. you fall back asleep and you get that urge to move and you resist it, another thing that's going to happen is once your body starts shutting down, it's going to lock up which means that you're going to experience paralysis. You're not going to be able to move after a certain while. Now, you got to relax and stay calm during this. If you don't stay calm, you can cause your body to jolt out or you can kind of like ruin it. Yep. So you can, you'll can you feel you that you can't move, but you just need to relax and just like don't don't panic. Don't think. Just be like, I'm good. You know, just think. Have good thoughts, positive thoughts. Think about lucid dreaming. Just literally in your head, repeat it over. I'm going to have a lucid dream tonight. I'm going to have a lucid dream tonight. In your head, repeat it. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, it'll work. And you will enter a new world where you are in control of everything. Fuck yeah, man. Which makes me wonder about the Neuralink chip that Elon's going to roll out. And, and it makes me wonder what it's going to give you the capabilities of doing. Whether you can actually create something inside your mind. And experience it now. I think we'll one thing the, about losing they dreams. showed a they showed the monkey uh playing a game on yeah. uh, Twitter with he had a Neuralink chip mm-hmm. in and uh they taught him how to play shit. Well, not only that, they disconnected the mouse from the from the system, and he was still just like looking at it and doing the mouse, and the mouse wasn't even controlling shit. He was doing it with his mind. He developed. He was able to develop. That's crazy. He was able to read the coding with that chip in his in his head. Yeah, and was able to speak back to the coding mm-hmm. with his mind, with that chip, and control the little peg in the game. This just helped mm-hmm. him see that better. It helped him with a more vivid picture in his mind. 
And like they showed where they unplugged it and he was still a boom, 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 boom. But yeah. he was doing it with his head. Yeah. And I mean, he was functioning better than he was. So it looks promising. Damn. Everything Elon Musk has put forth has is, been life changing, game changing. Yeah. It's it, groundbreaking it, shit. Yeah. It's surprisingly. Um, it makes it me want, that's what I'm saying. He's an alien. He's an alien. That could be crazy. <laughs> That could be insane. One more thing. The one danger if you are gonna lose a dream. There is a because the dreams are so realistic and they feel so real, you can um you can have a hard time distinguishing whether you're in reality or in a lucid dream. Yeah. So like in a lucid dream, you could run and jump off a balcony and hit the ground and nothing be wrong with you. You're nothing yeah. can harm you. And they say a lot of people, you know, a lot of people in dreams, you yeah. ask them, they say, oh, I'll wake up before that part. Yeah. Well, when that's when you're in that lucid dream and you come across whatever deity, whether it's good or bad, whatever, whatever spiritual energy you might come across. The thing is, I have no fear and you should immediately question who are you, what are you and why are you here? Mm-hmm. That should be your immediate. I've heard that that's like you should be that should be your immediate approach. Like, even, like, when jumping off of a building, fuck it. This is my dream. I'm going to get back up. Mm-hmm. I do what I want. But most people jump with, like, hmm, ah, and then wake up, yeah. sweating and shit. Mm-hmm. If you were, no, basically, no harm can befall you in a lucid dream. Yeah. I've had uh, instances where I felt like I was being choked. That's and, sleep paralysis, I kind of feel like. And... I was able to open my eyes, but I didn't have no control over my mouth. Uh, I didn't have no control over my limbs, Mm -hmm. except for maybe just turning my head and looking left and right with my eyes. And I could open my mouth, but I couldn't yell. I forgot how to yell. That shit was creepy. Damn. It's weird. Yeah. That was some crazy shit. That's weird, man. It's only happened a few more times since, but I'm still alive. Only a few more. Yeah. So You're still alive, man. Yeah, alive and well. So we touched on the sports earlier. I wanted to get your opinion on uh, LeBron James. And, uh, well, I mean, he, he had a high ankle sprain and says he's probably never going to be 100%. He's a bitch. Well, you hear what he said that? What? LeBron said he'll probably never be 100% again from a high ankle sprain. It's like, dude, stop tripping. All right, so you got LeBron. All right, this is what I got. This is what I wanted your opinion on. LeBron, before the start of the season, LeBron wants to play. LeBron James, this is, and actually I'll provide you with the articles. NBC draft. LeBron James wants to play in a tournament for final NBA playoff burst, March 26, 2020. When discussing to determine the final playoff burst, LeBron broke down the eighth seed in the West in his eventual first-round opponent. You got Portland, you got Memphis, New Orleans, and Sacramento Sacramento tinkering around there. So if there's five or ten games left, why not let those guys battle it out? Make them play each other all five games? Question mark. After Clifton asked if a three-game play-in series would work, the crew came together with a plan that Memphis and Sacramento would have a three-game series along with Portland and New Orleans. Then the winner playing another series to determine who plays the Lakers in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Okay. 
Lakers lose to the Raptors the other night with LeBron on the court. LeBron after losing to the Raptors. Lakers is LeBron, says whoever came up with the playing tournament needs to be fired. The Los Angeles Lakers lost their third straight game on Sunday, falling to the Toronto Raptors. How do you feel about that? It's complaining. They're just a whiner. Yeah. I mean, you're just whining at that point. Like that's what I feel like. You're just whining. Like even if I could be a fan, you're not making your you're not making your fan base look good when you do no. this. You know, you're not giving yourself. A and it's like you, you you're just he, complaining. He wants to be considered one of the goats. When did you ever hear about fucking Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant sitting down for fucking resting issues? You had a problem getting some rest. What? Get your ass out there and get some fucking stats. Get Playing. get your money. You're fucking you being paid. I don't know, man. Get those shit me, man. Point. It's just gotten to. <laughs> I've lost all my respect. <coughs> bro, I damn near don't even want to be a Laker fan. AD's what's keeping me there. LeBron's ruining the team, man. He's a cancer to a lot of teams, dude. I don't know if people realize that, but I mean, Kevin like, Love. Yeah, he's won, out. he's won two championships or three championships. Four. Four, whatever. One, four championships. Four, whatever. <laughs> but, dude, he, he, it feels like he's getting to where he's like a cancer now. Like, yeah, it's like, like he's just dude. more worried. It's like he's more worried about societal status and fame than being the best at basketball. And he's just getting to that complaining stage. I mean, like, it doesn't matter how they play the tournament out. Just beat whoever's in front of you. Yeah, bro, just go out there and play. Like, if go out there and play about? and beat, beat somebody in front of you. You the goat. What you worried about? Out. Like, <laughs> for real, bro. Like, come well, on. that's what they say, bro. You, you the best player in the world. What you worried about, Brian? You're the best. Oh, you ain't the best. That's what happened. <coughs> and it makes me wonder. They're not going to win the championship this year. Yeah, they will. Nah. Yeah. Nah. They're going to get it. Avery Bradley's coming back. He's gonna be on fire. Kuzma's gonna Kuzma's gonna step up. Um, no, yeah, hell no. Kuzma's gonna step up. He's capable of putting up forty. He can he can put up forty. Nah, he's yeah, bro. Kuzma's Kuzma's solid. Uh, fuck Schroeder. We don't need him. We got Caruso. I don't know, man. I just I just see so many good teams, man. I see a toss up. There's, there's good teams. Like there's six, good seven teams yeah. are about a toss-up to me. They all look really, really good. Lakers right. are one of them. I think so, they can win it. But all right. So I don't playoffs, know, man. There's some good. There's some good teams. Let's see. We'll pull up playoff picture right now, and then uh, we can actually get into it more. You know, at some point, other teams are due. I mean, it's not going. I don't know. The Lakers could dominate, but right now, the way they're playing, chemistry and they just seem off. All right, so you got Utah Jazz is number one. Number two is the Phoenix Suns. Uh, not really showing who's underneath. Yeah. What's going on? What's the standings? Oh, shit. That's what I go to. Got a bleacher report. Standings. All right, so in the Eastern Conference, you got the 76ers are number one. 
And then the number eight. So them two would play each other, right? All right, you got the Hornets, 31 and 33. 76ers and the Hornets. Um, then you got the Celtics at number seven versus the Nets. Then you got the Bucks at number three versus the Heat. And then you got the Knicks versus the Hawks. And that's from the East. Out of the West. You got number one, Jazz versus the Warriors. Number two, Suns versus the Trailblazers. Number three, Nuggets versus the Lakers. And then number four, Clippers versus the Mavericks. Mm. Right off the rip, I think um, – I think Steph Curry and the and the Warriors honestly got potential, man. Andrew Wiggins is all it's gonna take is him putting up twenty, Curry putting up thirty like he's Maybe. been, and Draymond being the defensive presence he used to be. Oh, I could see the Warriors taking the, the Jazz out. Suns definitely gonna beat the Blazers. I think the Lakers will beat the Nuggets, and I think the Clippers will beat the Mavs. I'm not sure who you'd be looking at. And let's see. So playing pitcher, take Lakers take lead in musical chairs. So this is going to explain it better. So playing, you got. So you're going to have the number one seed versus the number eight seed in the uh, West. Then you're going to have number four versus number five, three versus six, two versus seven. That's a little weird. All right. The eight seed is going to be determined by uh, the loser of the seventh and eighth, between seventh and eighth, or ninth and tenth. Mm-hmm. So Warriors and Blazers are going to play one another. Okay, so Warriors and Blazers are going to play one another, right? Mm-hmm. Whoever wins from that is going to go on to play the Phoenix Suns. Then you got Memphis and San Antonio. Whoever wins that goes on to play the Jazz for the eighth seed and then the seventh seed. All right. <coughs> then you're going to have the Lakers versus the Clippers. <coughs> then you're going to have. Denver versus Mavericks. And then in the East, it's going to be Wizards versus the Pacers to play the 76ers. Mm-hmm. Celtics and the Hornets to play the Nets. And then you're going to have Wizard, uh, the Hawks and the Knicks, and then the Bucks and the Heat. Uh, so it's looking like Nets will play the fucking Heat. 76ers going to be playing the Knicks. That's going to be your final four in the fucking East. This is the fucking... It's confusing as fuck. But if they giving Clippers to the Lakers first round... Ooh, that could go seven games. That could honestly go seven games. This is so stupid. That's LeBron's idea, man. He said this shit at the beginning of the season. Weird. 
Why are they doing that? I, that's what they come to an agreement on. Hmm. Said it needed, well, to be, needed to be done. Play with it. <clears throat> Deal with it, I guess. I mean, shit. Baseball's got like shit like that playing. I mean, it's seems like it's got like almost like they're setting up kind of like wild card games. You know? Yeah. I mean, for, uh, seems like they're creating an, a wild card game. They Lakers are literally two games away from being two games away from being the seventh seed and having to play in. Like Lakers cannot lose another game. Huh. I think they play tonight too. So I was checking on this. The Braves are up six nothing. The pitcher, our Braves pitcher, just hit a grand slam. Oh my god! Pitcher just hit a grand slam. The hell? Dang, man. It's crazy, man. A freaking pitcher hit a grand slam. That's insane. You don't see that often at all. Hell no. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Until now. Yeah. Yeah. That's just... just... That's weird. That's the thing about baseball. Baseball is a weird game. <coughs> but hey, um, but I'm telling you, man, with the NBA, with that playoffs format, I mean, I, I see where they're saying it's kind of stupid, but I mean, there's just something you got to play with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something you got to deal with. It's something you got to do. And uh, you know, I think I think it's right. I think it's the thing you just you just find a way to win because I mean if you're that good of a team you should be in no matter what right yeah um you shouldn't have to worry about this you should be able to sit somewhere and wait on somebody to come play you uh and you know that's that's just the way it is if you want to be in that position where you don't have to worry if you got to play in or not then win more games and finish higher in the season uh, it's the simple that's simple. It's that simple, dude. Damn it's that right, fucking bro. simple. It's not. It's not more complicated than that. It's not. It's just not. Um. So yeah, man. It. Whatever. Um. Man, I kind of wanted to. Uh, with this whole, and I've been seeing it, but you did. You saw today that uh, Ron DeSantis. Said no vaccine passports and mm-hmm. no more. Um, that's that's a governor everybody should look like following the footsteps of, honestly, right now, with the way he's handling things. He has definitely got the people's support, and he looks like he's going to be a shoe in for Florida for the next few years. People are going to have a hard time competing with him. He, pay, he pays to the people, plays into the people. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I like the guy. I mean, oh, he's good. Seems like a solid American to me. Mm-hmm. I agree. But it's just odd, you know, that he does that, and then, you know, no one really 
no one's really followed suit yet. No other. They're, well, they're, they're, they're keeping an eye on Florida. People are watching Florida like hawks, man, to see what's happening. But you'll have people following the footsteps. Like, I think Henry McMaster's will be one. Uh, hell, it didn't take long for, you know, DeSantis to announce no mask, and then, boom, South Carolina followed. <clears throat> yeah, DeSantis has handled this very well, and he's really given given everybody freedom. Yeah. I'd agree with that, man. Definitely. DeSantis knows how to pander into his crowd. Yeah. And, like, not really pandering because he's not he's not. Well, I mean, he's doing what he's. He done what he said he was going to mm-hmm. do for the people. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't fault him. No, I can't either. I can't either, but. He's done exactly what the fuck he needs to do. I mean, he got a solid in my eyes, man. I think he is, too. But at the same time, you know how that stuff goes, man. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people who oppose him, and there's going to be people that are going to drag him in the media and on the left. Promise you. Yeah, you and then the, you know why. You know exactly why. And it's be, it's simply because... This man is governor of the state that he's a Republican governor, and the, the state state's got a lot of minorities. Mar-a-Lago's yeah. there, and the state likes Trump. That's that's got to be what the fuck it is, man. It makes no sense to me. I fucking hate it, but it is what it is. And I think that's why. I think that's why DeSantis is. You're solid. right. He's a shoe in. Yeah, he's a shoe in for for a while. And I personally think there's a good chance that DeSantis could be on Trump's ticket. I think so. I'm for real. He 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 grabs the nation, but he grabbed the people by the balls, pretty much by like do it. He's got nads of steel. Dude's got nads of steel. Yeah. He does. He's he's one smart man. I have to give him that. He's he's got my vote if I was in Florida. I actually kinda wanna go to Florida to see how it is. To be honest. But we'll see about that. Yeah, but DeSantis he's he's solid guy. Solid guy. Solid patriot. Definitely, one hundred percent. And you know, what, what, with all this fucking shit going on, man. I mean, do you, do you what do you think about this whole vaccine passport shit? And then realize I didn't know this, but the Toronto Blue Jays, the MLB team, has been having to play in New York and stay there because they're not allowed the travel restrictions to Canada. Not allowed to go back. Huh. I can't even go back home. Toronto's got to live there. That's insane, dude. Okay, and you said this vaccine passport. I think it's unconstitutional. Do you think it's going to go through, though? No. I personally don't. You think at the at the worst, Supreme Court will shit strike it down? Sadly, no. If it makes it to the Supreme Court, there's a good chance it's going to go. But if if those conservatives are going to do that, I mean. 
There's only three, but there's more than three. We see we see what's been happening. There's more than three. For real? Yeah. I knew about uh ACB. Yeah, there was already three before that. It's six to it's six to three right now. I think it's six to three. Yeah, yeah. Republican and okay. Democrat, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think that if I mean, it made it there it, at the worst, they it probably struck it down. down. But okay, what well, all right in that sense then? It's, normal, it's six to three, but it's really five to four because Roberts is a Democrat. Roberts is a Democrat. Yeah. It's really five to four. He's a puppet. John Roberts is is is, yeah, he's basically a Democrat. For sure. Um, but I mean, I don't know, man. If this stuff happens or if it comes out. You know, and people go along with this, I'm really going to want to slap the shit out of you if I ever see you in person. Yeah. Because you you can't sit here and require people to do something with their own body that they're not, you know what I'm saying, that they're not comfortable with doing. You're talking about being, making people feel comfortable and being accepting of people's beliefs and values, but you're yeah, not they're already people doing constitutionally that choose that they don't want a vaccine. Already, yeah, already doing it with this vaccine. Bro. Um, it's nuts, fucking nuts. Um, and I mean, I, I kind of all the time, man. It's just, it's, I, I see this, and everybody, you know, even on freaking dating apps like Bumble and shit like that, mother bitches posting fully vaccinated or going to be fully vaccinated. This day. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> You can still get it. Yeah. Dumbass. It, it doesn't look your body naturally produces antibodies for this shit. When it detects something new, it starts producing antibodies for it. So you over over time your immune system becomes stronger to it if you let yourself expose yourself to it. All that stuff is is just a dead form of a synthetic form of the virus. That's all it is. I mean, it it's makes- like it's it's Dude. not even all right. Look, so let's we gotta talk about this. Bill and Melinda Gates getting a, a, a divorce after 27 years of marriage. Do you think it's because she won't take the vaccine? I don't know why they would divorce. That's weird. Said so they don't see a point in being together in this part of their life. Like what the fuck? That's are weird. You, what are you? Yeah, what do you own, Bill? Crap, like the bad kind, the bad him shit. And, him and Hunter must be hanging out. Hunter smoking that, smoking that pipe. Hunter got a buddy. He's a billionaire. Bill and freaking Hunter, man. Hey, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be something, man? That'd be crazy. Fucking twelve year olds while they're at it too. I hate, I hate fucking Hunter Biden, dude. What a sick piece of shit. Really? Yeah. Really, what a sick piece of shit. I don't give a fuck. Fucking um, crack kid. Sick. Dude, piece hey, of shit. dude, dude is, uh, he was smoking Parmesan cheese because he thought it was crack. He said that. Fucking idiot, man. Anyways, this segment's about the end. We're going to have to continue this on the next one. What a fucking idiot. You know, Hunter Biden, honestly, shouldn't be able to ramble and roam around the earth or breathe the same air as me. <laughs> Taking up oxygen. Damn right, bro. Damn right. Taking up oxygen. Uh, I don't care for Joe or his family or any of them. I don't really care. I don't. I don't. I don't. I really don't. Uh, you know, 
they're they're not good people, and that's that's all I need to know in my book. That's it. Toxicity at its mm-hmm. best, yeah. Yep. Fuck yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Just trying to think if I had anything else I wanted to add about political realm. I feel like there was something I had to tell you, man, but I feel like it's slipping. You had it on your phone or something? Or? Nah. Well, with this Arizona vote audit, this thing breaks out nationwide and they can uncover some truths to why this Washington Trump, happened. Well, Donald Trump's fully endorsed audits. He's encouraging nations to, or areas of the nation to rise up and ask for them. Because that's what Arizona is. Arizona's taxpayers come together to rent a building to set this up. And it's like where, you know, John's like allegedly saying, oh, well, it's conservatives. Okay, prove it. Prove it. Prove that that is conservatives. You can't. You're sitting here. You're sitting here. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're giving the wrong signal here. You're painting a picture. Mm-hmm. And this, you stop, stop what you're doing. Cause everything that's being said, like we'll go to the Facebook today. I gave an update about this and like, I had a couple people engage with it. So it surprised me. Let's see. Okay, so on Facebook, I post the AZ audit will go to Trump. BLM and Antifa have set up shop not too far out from the building. Also, a spy plane was spotted encircling a block close to the audit. Uh, yeah, Dre Tucker laughed at it, of course, because that's funny. And then, uh, so I posted a picture of the, the, the plane that was, you know, mapped out. What the fuck are you doing hovering around this area? How many taxpayer dollars went into fueling that plane? I'm just curious. Not that it matters, but, mm-hmm. you know, Derek, he hops on there. More conspiracy theory BS. Prove it. Okay, the audit is being run by a far-right group, and they are talking about tossing every ballot that they don't like. Prove it. This audit comes after an official audit, a canvas, and recount. If it comes up with different, it will mean something was up with the auditor. And then, Adrian, what does Black Lives Matter have to do with this? To me, that's me. According to news outlet, hotels have been booked through the movement and along with Antifa, so I see them trying to already spin a story, bro, excusing what's already going to instill the results for that state flip. He said, that's wild. I hate how politics have taken over everybody's movement and nobody even notices. It's no longer about Black Lives Mattering. It's no longer about protecting your Second Amendment. It's all Trump political, and it's sad if this is true. I don't advocate for it, bro. I hate it, but yeah, yeah. that's where we're at. <sighs> um, yeah, I mean, what people need to realize is what you post is very objectionable, and it's not. You're it's not, not picking not side. You're you're just literally like saying like you don't you don't like what's happening, but you're just saying this is what's happening. Yeah, like I mean, this is I'm where we're in right now. Right now, or this is where we're in right now. This is the shit that's going down. And BLM and Antifa booking hotels has been proven in the past with those groups and stuff like that, booking it in those names and stuff like that. And, you know, that could all be one party funded from some opposition party. And I believe that. Maybe this is that little war part of it. I think so. I think uh, 
think before it's all said and done, every state in America is going to be affected. Uh, I got one for you. Austin, Texas. You, I might have showed you this. I might not. Um, mm, I can't tell you what flag it is. Maybe you can, but. Oh, what flag. There it is. Oh, another thing I'd like to point out. A lot of people say a white man murdered Malcolm X. It was a guy who was from Islam, or he was Islamic. Just uh, just a fact that mm-hmm. a lot of people overlook. But look at this. This is Austin, Texas. These people really want to. I mean, do you really want to live under communism? That's why I see people. Do you really? Do y'all really want to do this? Come on. I mean, bring it. Take bring that it. iPhone, throw it against the wall bring right there. It. Break it. Those, those, all those, any clothes that you have that are designer or expensive or by a company or something like that, take it off. And let's see how that works for you. For real, bro. No law. We have created. A state where we don't have to rely on the government's shortcomings. We have created an economy where we can thrive on our own and we are allowed to keep our assets and stuff like that. Well, not anymore because they tax so much. But without taxes, you should be allowed to keep your assets, your property, your money, everything. And that's just the truth of the matter. Damn right, bro. You should be able to keep what you earn and that is how it is. It's It's the fact that everybody has the opportunity to provide for themselves instead of having an entity that is proven to fail to over and over again which uh, the government has proven to fail over and over and over again you're right um, it's just the way it is i mean socialism doesn't work mm-hmm. socialism mm-hmm. does not work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think it's all about capitalism and uh that's why i'm heavy conservative leaning as I, being able to make money's nice ain't it yeah being able to make money is nice, cause I mean, sadly here having in America, the opportunity here to make in America, money. here in America, that's what matters, making money. And if that's not what matters, why you won't come here? Why are so many people coming here? It's so they can make money tax free off the Americans' back. Because guess what? They bring in the number one drug in adrenochrome. All it takes is a Mexican. I'm sorry, but. I'm not trying to put a thumb down. It's just like immigrants. They're coming in and they're not even being ID, thumbprint, nothing. They're here's right. All right. You're granted immunity because you have a kid. All right. Let's not worry about if that kid was kidnapped or not. But you got a kid. Y'all look alike. So you're good. This could be a whole family of strangers. None of them know who each one of them is. What or a group, if, of, or a group of kidnappers. They've been doing that, letting these people that, in to sacrifice these children for the adrenochrome, and this is what Trump's trying to get rid of. This. I mean, think about this. I mean, this is one of those things. We're again. gonna pull out. Some, we're gonna pull out some facts here. All right. Black lives matter. Yes, black lives in America accumulate for thirteen percent of the all lives in America. Thirteen percent. Okay. Why is it that forty-eight percent of the crimes that are being committed and murder victims there are? Is of the black descent. Yeah, 13, how thirteen percent of the population? Yeah, there's a heavy 
problem with black on black crime. Ben, that's what Ben Shapiro points out. He points out that black on black there, crime. There is a problem with policing in the United States, and they need better training. They do, but but but, but the, to 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 look at the statistics and say that blacks are being targeted is false. It's completely false. It's stupid when you look at that. It's not um, like, are, are black people oppressed? You know, a little bit, yes, okay, but, um, you know, do, do they have disadvantages in life? Yes, but are police targeting them? No, uh, not at a, not at a wide scale that everybody is making is it thing. out to be. It's, uh, it's not it's not that way. There's about, so, police brutality, there's about 270 killings a year of black, police on black brutality killings. Yeah. 270 lives are lost, right? 20 million are lost a year to abortion. But fuck but that. A that's, lot of those are black, too. Yeah. that No, that is. That's nothing but. That's no other stat. That is straight black. You are putting a thumb on yourself. Yeah. There. Okay. And when it comes to inner city crime, Chirac, where'd that name come from? It's because you live in a good hometown area and it's just Chicago and that's what yeah. you do. No. There is the inner city gangbanging that's going on is way worse than the police brutality that you're trying to paint that there is. You're taking cases here and there that pop up every now and then and you're like, oh, they're getting targeted. It's like, and it's like my you realize is, situations like these are going to happen. Humans aren't perfect. I'm there's not, so many situations. There's so many elements that can go wrong. There's so many people looking at it the wrong way. Uh, it's I got to make one thing clear. I'm not, I'm not saying for my piece as a white guy, all lives matter. I'm saying all lives matter, even these, even the ones being lost to abortion. Even the ones being yeah. lost to inner city gangbanging, even the thugs who you know decide to rob a store and run out and get shot, uh, all of it. Yeah. If we take care of everything, I think, I think black people will have a much better chance of having more people who will have more opportunities yeah. and succeeding in life. And it could really well, turn if the around government the would stay out everybody's fucking lives. You'd have individual, exactly. You'd have the black community thriving even more, and it wouldn't even be it wouldn't wouldn't even be this debate in this topic if the government would just pull back exactly. on all these victimless crime laws and this bullshit to give cops a reason to stop and search somebody or stop and you know interact with somebody. All it does is lead to more police interactions with minorities, which lead to more bad shit happening. When if you just get rid of these fucking victimless crime laws. You end all that shit yeah. because a motherfucking, you know, uh, black guy standing there smoking a blunt in a parking lot is no longer a crime. Yeah, like, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. Like, like you, you cut out that stupid ass interaction where he ends up getting a ticket or arrested because he may talk back to the officer and the officer takes it the wrong way. Or he may see him as a threat and try to get physical with him and actually show brutality. You cut down on those interactions when you get rid of these dumbass laws and the stop and frisk bullshit and all this other stuff. Thank you. You bro. get you get less interactions. That's the whole point. Is is if there's no victim, there shouldn't be a crime. Motherfuckers smoking weed on their porch shouldn't a cop shouldn't stop and give them a ticket or give them a hard time or do anything to them. Just fucking roll on. Like it's so stupid.
in the drug war, do all this shit that the government is trying is saying, we're helping you, we're helping you, while we're also throwing money into this to make it worse and worse and worse and worse. And that's what's happening. I would rather the government step out of our lives and like this in the aspect that they're already here, like EBT week, stuff like that. Step out of our lives in that aspect. Step in and provide medical marijuana for the ones who need it. Step in and provide uh, psilocybin, uh, psilocybin for mushrooms for people who have anxiety and depression. We have so many lives being taken to people who are suffering from anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Why not? Let's help them too. Yeah, it's not a the, it's dude, fucked up. doctors in the health and medical field is not there to help you. Okay, no, they're, there. they're not. They're not there to help you. And here's why. It's because in psychedelics and a lot of natural plants, all right, there are remedies and medications in there and stuff that can help and treat these disorders and these mental states and stuff like that. But they don't want you to do that. They want you to keep popping prescription pills. They're going to keep saying that that's illegal and that's bad and we, we're not going to do that. And they're going to keep going, take, bringing you to the doctor so you can get diagnosed, so you can get some pain pills that are, or some kind of prescription. Then you come back with side effects from it and then they give you another prescription. So what happens is you keep coming back and you keep coming back and you keep coming back and you keep coming back. They just give you temporary solutions that cause problems later on down the line instead of actually fixing and curing your problems. 100%. That's exactly what the medical field is. That's what doctors are. It's what they do. That is it's 100%. Pharma. It's big pharmaceuticals. It's the fucking government, all right? And in cahoots with these big-ass, rich fucking playboy billionaires, trillionaires that run you, these industries. Fuck you, money motherfuckers. And it's insane, man. It's insane. But I'm going to end it on that. Just Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, bro. Let's yeah. end it on that. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm I'm out. Everybody, everybody out there, we we, we appreciate y'all. Stay safe. Again, you know, Chris, you got you got anything else? All right, man. I'm just happy for all our fans out there. You know, I lost some followers on Instagram. But hey, well, I gained seven more. Well, our our viewership dropped. We well, I mean, we were at like twenty, like thirty, almost twenty, almost thirty listeners, and we dropped down to like lower twenties or whatever. Like unique listeners, which is like continuous all the time, and then there's like. Um, well, I mean, yeah, that's no, estimated audience. And then there's unique listeners, which are ones that pop up like every now and then. And it shows you how many of those. And that's like 20 or 20 something or 24. Yeah. You can just keep it. So going. those are like different or combination, but, but, uh, for, for anybody, oh, for any of our listeners who are I can't the minority of the second, but is it still recording? Yeah, I can't pull it up. But. Okay. If, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> for any of our listeners who might be part of, uh, Black minority or black descent. Uh, look into the Blexit movement, man. Uh, Blexit movement was founded by Brandon Tatum and Candace Owens, and they're uh, you know they're campaigning, advocating for these lives that I just talked about. You know, yeah. the inner city game banger, like Makai Bryant's father, the one that kicked the girl in the head, yeah. got away with criminal domestic violence on body cam. Yeah, people like him. They're advocating for lives like that who can't get right, can't act right. Yeah. And, you know, instead of Black Lives Matter, only doing it for the ones who want to raise hell and steal and loot, Blexit is... Really, Black Lives Matter is a democratical movement. Blexit is more of a conservative, but for all, all dissent. 
I think everybody on both sides has the wrong idea. I think too many people out there are looking at it in one side and they're not looking at the other. And you, you really just got to look at this from both sides. Both sides are wrong yeah. on this, on the whole police brutality thing. Everything, the Black Lives Matter organization is a joke. I fucking hate it. Do Black Lives Matter? Yes. Do I agree with the, with the slogan? Yes. Do I agree with the organization? No. Um, I mean, you really got to step outside and research and look Hold into up. some of this shit, or else you'll be burned when you find out the truth you and go. you actually get some of this. I got a little point. This is what I would like to close with this while. Okay. Blexit stands for rule of law. Black Lives Matter incites lawlessness. Now, you and you, correct, you step in and correct me wherever you think I might make a, make a false point. All right. Blexit empowers communities. Black Lives Matter destroys communities. Blexit spreads solutions. BLM spreads division. Blexit sees character. BLM sees color. Yeah. Blexit values nuclear family. BLM disrupts families. Blexit's here to stay. BLM's active every election cycle. Blexit creates victors. BLM creates victims. Blexit funds funds black businesses. BLM funds Democrats. Look, this is what happens. They got duped. Yeah, they got duped. Yeah, they got duped. And uh, there's three more. Okay. Uh, Blexit respects the individual. BLM value assigned by group. Blexit calls for unity. BLM calls for violence. Blexit, all black lives matter. BLM, some black lives matter. I just, um, well, here's the thing is you got duped. The creators of the Black Lives Matter organization raised over $10 billion and no black communities got a dime of that. So I hope y'all have fun. Y'all got duped. Good job. Don't make money. Whoever donated money to BLM out there. Good job. You got duped. Stupid, dumb decisions. Never, ever fund or put money into any political candidate. Fuck them, my boy, or anything like that. You know what? That's it. That's it. I'm good now. My boy hit me. So he said everything I could. Don't ever put money into any organization, political organization, political candidate. Nothing. Don't ever put money into it unless you have thoroughly researched and you know the idea behind it and the people behind it. $10 billion, not a single of it went to the community. They went and bought their own little houses, mansions, whatever. Anyways, have fun with that. Episode 63 of the Unfiltered Podcast. We out.